Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, you're looking good this morning. It's good to be sitting next to you. Georgie, you can take a seat. Someone once said that life is too short for worrying. And someone said in reply, yes, that's what worries me. So I'm speaking this morning about peace. I think it's an important topic. I'm not, I'm not talking about world peace. I think uh, politicians and Miss America have got that well and truly covered. I want to talk about the peace that you can have in your heart. Why would I want to talk about that? I think because peace out there starts with peace in here. You know, J. John says, the heart of the human problem is the problem of the human heart. I want to say it again. The heart of the human problem is the problem of the human heart. It begins in here. We have the opposite of peace in here. We have distress in our heart. And so that plays itself out in all sorts of different ways. Stress, pressure, anxiety, depression, rage, terror, and fear. They're all things that we talk about often in our world. What we need is peace for our own hearts and our minds, for our families and for our world. So I want to show you this morning uh, that you can have peace because Jesus is the Prince of Peace and he offers it freely to anyone who's connected to him. Uh, when, I was in, when I was in high school, I was in year 12, they gave out career booklets. You know the kind of book where it has uh, details about every kind of job you could possibly do and it says what kind of what kind of things you might want to study or what skills you might need or uh, what character attributes you might need to fulfill that job and so when I got my career handbook I flicked through it and I knew exactly what I wanted to do so I found film director I, did, I just skipped past all the other jobs don't worry don't worry don't worry film director there it is and I read through the qualities that I needed to be a film director I said, oh, tick, 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 I've got those, I've got those. And I can't remember any of the ones that I ticked. The only one that I remember which troubled me was the ability to remain calm under pressure. <clears throat> I said, oh, I don't know if I've got that. What, what would you answer? Would you say that you can remain calm under pressure? I've learned that uh, you do need to be able to remain calm under pressure as a film director. In, in year 12, I was making a film and it premiered at the Mercury Cinema. I say premiered. Uh, we screened most of it, uh, the parts that were finished, uh, because it wasn't all finished. And so I was in my bedroom like three hours before the premiere. 200 people have bought tickets to come and see my movie. And I'm sitting there, my computer's cr frozen and crashed and the movie's just not finished. You need to be able to remain calm under pressure. Just recently we were shooting a, a web series, Goober, and I remember at the end of one day, we hadn't finished shooting what we needed to shoot. And all the actors were there, they're all being paid. And if we don't, fin the sun is going down. If we don't finish this scene, they're gonna have to come back on another day, we have to pay them a whole another thing. This is gonna cost us thousands of dollars. And everyone's running around trying to finish. The sun is going down. We're looking at the frame thinking, it looks like night time. We're not going to finish this scene. And everybody's looking at us. You need to be able to remain calm under pressure. 
You know, when we were planning these Advent services, I asked to preach on peace. I didn't want to speak to you because I'm just peaceful all the time and I just, you can just take a leaf out of my book. I wanted to preach on peace because I know what it is to fight for peace. I don't know if you know what it is to fight for peace. Maybe you need peace, but you've never fought for it. Peace is something that I have to fight for all the time. Contrary to popular belief, there's a lot going on <laughs> up here. It's a battle of the mind. But I think it is a battle, and it's a battle that all of us are constantly in. And it's not just moments of intense pressure like what I was talking about. Sometimes it's pressure or stress It's like a, that carries on over a long period of time. It becomes like a weight that you carry. Maybe you have a challenging job or, or, or you study. Maybe, uh, maybe you're a leader in, of some kind. Or, well, you'd be familiar with what it is like to carry weight, to carry pressure. If you're a parent, you know, I'm sure, what it is uh, to worry. My wife is uh, pregnant, and I discovered this very quickly. <laughs> and uh, this is just the beginning of me being a parent. I remember my friend Stephen saying, oh, you know, because he's just recently had a baby, and he said, oh, I'll tell you what, as soon as you become a parent, it's just so easy to worry all the time. I said, come on, get your act together, mate. I'm sitting there in the ultrasound. What a moment of beautiful joy. You're seeing your little baby bounce around on the placenta like it's a trampoline. And then the, uh, the person doing the ultrasound, I don't know what the profession's name is, she says, oh, there's the left leg, and there's the, there's the right leg. And they were kind of crossed over each other. And it looked like they were kind of stuck together. And in this moment of joy, immediately in my mind came through, oh, what if its legs are fused together? What if you're going to give birth to a mermaid baby? And I thought, my moment of joy can be immediately killed. By worry. Has that ever happened to you? Where joy is just taken over by worry. All of us face stress, pressure, anxiety, depression, and fear, and they all exist in the absence of peace. At the beginning of this year, I was, uh, I was losing the battle, I think. I was overwhelmed with a lot of things and under a lot of pressure, and I had lots going on in my mind, and I just felt the weight of that and I was at youth camp and so I asked a good friend of ours a pastor what do you do how do you deal with stress and peace and I was like I was thinking to myself this is going to be a big question I don't know if he's going to be able to ask, answer this well and he just looked at me and he simply said ah oh, Philippians 4 I was like what's Philippians <laughs> and he's like go and have a look I was like oh okay so I go off and I Checking my Bible and I find Philippians 4. Philippians is a book in the Bible. We're going to read it together. And uh, it's a letter written by the Apostle Paul. Paul was responsible for, the, for overseeing a whole lot of churches. And so he has great responsibilities. So I can imagine he would have weight and pressure on his shoulders. He's writing to one of the churches that he oversees in Philippi, hence Philip, Philippians. And at the time of writing, Paul has been locked in prison for sharing the message of Jesus. And so things aren't looking good. You can imagine that he might be worried. 
But he writes this in Philippians 4 verse 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So when I read that, I don't know what it, what it does to you, but when I read that, my expectations were raised. Because I discovered that God doesn't only not want us to worry. He doesn't just say, hey, don't worry. It's like, don't worry. Be happy. It's like, that's a nice sentiment. How am I supposed to do that? That's really, I don't trust myself to just not worry. God doesn't just say, don't worry. He provides an antidote to our worry, which is His peace. God's peace is not just the absence of worry. It's something that we can experience. And it exceeds anything that we can understand. And so then, once you have His peace, you live in it. It lives in you. And it stops. It's like a, it's like a bouncer on the door of your heart and mind. It says His peace will guard your heart and your mind. So it's like a bouncer. When worry tries to come back in, it says, have you got a, have you got a ticket? Worry's like, no, just trying to freak you out a bit. He says, well, you're not allowed in. And so I started doing two things. I realized that as long as I am involving God in all of my struggles, asking for His help, trusting Him, thanking Him for all He's done, my heart is stilled and I can live in peace. And it's much harder to then be overcome by worry and my external circumstances. The second thing was, if I ever found myself overwhelmed, I know that I can just stop and pray wherever I am, no matter what's going on, and I can expect that as I ask God to help me, thank Him for all He's done, then the worry will go. And I found that that, is, that to be true. That wherever you are, you can stop and pause and pray. You can ask God to help you. Thank Him for all that He's done. And you can expect His peace to come upon you. It's something that you can experience. And so... I actually want us to practice that this morning together. To experience peace here together this morning. And so there's three clear instructions that the scripture gives us. The first is, instead of worrying, pray about everything. So when you worry, it's like a trigger to pray. The second is, we need to thank God for all that he has done. So that positions us into a place of faith, a position of faith. God's pleased when we have faith. So we're not coming to him and saying, oh God, this is happening and this is happening and what are you doing? You, you failed God in all these different areas. We're coming to him and aligning ourselves to a position of faith. And the third thing is, we can expect his peace to come upon us and it's a peace that exceeds all understanding so why don't you stand with me this morning I just want to spend some time you and I together in the presence of God and we're going to practice this because there are so many things that can overwhelm us and worry us and trouble us 
And I want you to be filled with the peace of God. There's no point just talking about this stuff and then saying, oh, that was a lovely, lovely message. And then we go home and forget all about it. So right here in this place, would you just, would you close your eyes so that you're not thinking about the person to the left or to the right of you? I just want to take some time where we can welcome the peace of God. Maybe this is something that you've never felt before. But we're going to do as the scripture says. I want you to start with anything that is worrying you at the moment. Do you feel pressure or anxiety, stress about all the things you've got on your plate? Whatever you've got going on, that's a trigger. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So let's actually, let's, let's begin to do that now. Let's, you can do it quietly to yourself in your mind to God. Or you can do it out loud if you feel, uh, feel comfortable enough to do that. Why don't we actually begin to pray together and ask God for His help? Bible says, tell God all the things that you need. If, if my car is full of stuff and your car is empty and I want to give you my stuff, I have to one by one take each item out of my car and put it in your car until my car is empty. And so that's what we're doing right now. So you might want to go through thing by thing. And one by one, cast it upon God. Say, God, I'm giving you responsibility for this. God, can you help in this area? Oh, there's something else I'm worried about. God, I need your help. I need you to do this for me. Take some time to unload a car. Take some time to unload your cares upon God. Let's actually now begin to thank Him for all that He's done. Maybe you're not aware of many things. Why don't you search your mind, search your life for things that you're grateful for. Actually aligns our hearts with God because it puts us into a position of faith. We thank you God for all that you've done. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for the little things, blessings in my life. Thank you, you've got me to this place in my life. Why don't you just begin to lift your voices and thank Him for all that He's done in your life. We're going to begin to sing, sing together this song, and as we do, I'd encourage you to just continue to thank Him and pray about the things that you're worried about. And I'm believing that as you do that, you will experience God's peace come upon you, which exceeds all understanding. So we thank you, God, for your peace in this place. We thank you, God, that as our hearts are open to you, we would experience a fresh peace that would drive out worry, that would drive out anxiety, 
relieve us from stress and from pressure. We thank you, God, your peace is coming. And as we cast our cares upon you, and we thank you for all that you've done, that you are coming in a powerful and fresh way in every heart this morning. So we're going to sing together as we sing. Would you continue to do that? Continue to pray. Continue to thank Him. In Jesus' name. resurrecting me 
Jesus, you are the Prince of Peace. And we give you praise and honor this morning. We thank you, God, for everything that you've done in our life. And we pray, God, that any heart that is not yet filled with your peace, that you would come right now. Holy Spirit, fill us with your peace. We thank you, God, that with your peace, you'll guard us, our hearts and our minds. You'll guard us from anxiety and from worry. You'll be with us always. We thank you, God, that we can walk into any situation confident and calm because you are with us. Your peace rests upon us and it guards our hearts and our minds. We thank you, God, that we don't need to worry about anything because we trust in you in every situation. Thank you, Lord. Holy God. I want to ask you, if you, if you feel in this area of anxiety or stress or pressure, if you feel like sometimes maybe you're like kind of under attack in that area, if you know what I mean, like in your mind or your heart, you feel under attack. The scripture says that His peace will guard our hearts and our minds. So if, if, if His peace is guarding our hearts and our minds, what's it guarding against? The implication is that our hearts and our minds are under attack. They're under attack from worry and pressure and stress. and anxiety. These are things that can immediately, in an instant, rob you of your joy. And so if you feel under attack in that area, I would just ask you to, to be bold and I'm going to ask you to come and stand on the altar and I'm going to pray for you uh, and we're going to invite God's peace into your heart. Why don't you come now? If that's you, if you feel in some way under attack, we're going to bind those things and make sure that they don't harm you or attack you anymore. So if that's you, why don't you come forward? Thank you. Holy God. Church together, I would love for you to help me pray for these people. Not just me on my own up here praying, but that you would join with me together. So why don't you begin to lift your voices in prayer, expectant that God is here and He's moving. Thank you, Father. Holy God. Church, lift your voices. Let's pray for these. If you're comfortable, stretch out your hands to these people as we pray for them. Thank you, Lord. Fantastic. So good to be able to pray for people and help them on their way. I want to do one last thing before we close the service. I want to, maybe you're here this morning and I've talked about Christ and the Prince of Peace. And you don't know Him. You don't have a personal relationship with Him. Well, I want to give you an opportunity to start that this morning. This is something we do in every one of our Sunday services because we don't want to let a week go by where we don't give people the opportunity. Maybe... You're living separate from God. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. Nobody gets to the Father except through me. And so what we need to do is accept Him and follow Him to the Father. One of the things that can rob us of our peace is 
guilt. All of us have got a conscience and we know in our heart what is right and wrong and all of us fail to live up to that. I think we like to make excuses for ourselves and say, actually, it's not so bad. Oh, such and such did that. So and so did that. Maybe it's not so bad. But actually, we know that there's a standard of perfection and we don't meet that. None of us meet that. That's why Jesus came on the cross because our imperfections separate us from a perfect God. And so when Jesus died on the cross, he paid the price for that separation so that we could be made whole and we could be made one with God. And all we have to do is not about you trying to be better and say, oh, I'm going to get my act together, God. No, it's about saying, God, I'm sorry for what I've done. I need your forgiveness. And accepting what Jesus did on the cross means that we are made clean and made whole. So why don't you just close your eyes in this place so you can have a private moment. If you're here this morning and you either have never known Jesus or maybe you've known him in the past but you've walked away from him, I want to give you an opportunity to come back this morning, to open your heart to him and ask him into your life. I'm going to ask you to put your hand up if that's you so that I can see it and we can pray together. And I'm believing that one of the things that's going to happen when you do that is that guilt, feelings of guilt will actually leave you because you can be confident in the fact that you are forgiven, that Jesus paid the price for your sin. So if that's you here this morning, if you've never known Christ and you want to do that this morning, or you've done it in the past but you've walked away, would you just lift your hand up so I can see? And I'll acknowledge that I've seen that hand and we can pray a prayer together to ask Jesus into your heart. Is there anyone here this morning who'd like to do that? Fantastic. All right, you can open your eyes and then close your eyes again because let's just end in prayer. God, oh God, we thank you for your presence in this place. We thank you for every heart that was set free here this morning. And we pray that freedom would rest on the inside of all of us, that peace would rest on the inside of all of us. That every situation this week as we go out into the world, your peace would be in us. It would guard our hearts and our minds. Thank you that we can walk confidently and calmly, knowing that you're with us. And Jesus, we vow that if we do feel overwhelmed or pressured or stressed, that that's going to be like a trigger to us to say, I know what to do in this situation. Because Bible says, don't be anxious for anything, but pray about everything. And so we're going to pray, and we're believing that your peace will once again, wherever we are, Whatever's going on will come upon us and it will fill our hearts and our minds and we'll know that you're with us. And no matter what happens, we can have your peace living on the inside of us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.